I saw the video and it's horrific. A guy punching a female flight attendant is just unspeakable. No, right? yeah, I mean, you throw un- him out of the flight while right. it's in route. You know what that music means? That's right, kids. It's time for episode number 48 of the Promo Front Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the major of Major League Baseball caps, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the heck are you? I am doing well. I've actually gotten to a point where I really enjoy the nicknames now because I feel like they foreshadow something that we're going to be talking about each time, which I I, kind of dig that. So kudos to you on that. I'm doing well. It's been an eventful week, I think. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, I'm doing well. How are you, buddy? I'm doing I'm doing good. Thank you. Um, and it has been an eventful week, and I think we'll get to that in a second. But speaking of events, events right now make me think of recognition, right? Yeah. They think, make me think of, of recognizing employees. And, you know, when it's done, especially recognition, when it's done thoughtfully and intentionally, it has such an enormous positive impact on more than just the employee. From a simple increase to productivity to retaining talent, there are countless studies that materially show how well employee recognition programs work for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. But you know, one of the things I think people misconstrue, they think recognition is this one-time event. Right. And it's really so much more than that. And I know you know this. To make a real difference in employee engagement, companies have to look past more than just today. They have to create a culture of appreciation that permeates the entire organization. And this is where a valued partner with decades of experience come in. And I, I, we, we know who the, the real partner is in the promotional products industry. It's none other than Jay Charles, because they truly understand that each piece of recognition merchandise is really a time machine that transports the recipient back to that moment of appreciation. I know you love that concept of the time machine. I do. And, and it, it, again, we've talked about this, that I remember moments of my career um, I, like I, there's specific things that where I've been handed something or I've been, when it's been done right, that you, you're exactly right. It does act like a time machine. But the other piece I think that is worth mentioning is the impact it has not only on the recipient, but the rest of the company. It really does show the, the rest of the company how um, they are appreciated and how recognition is done. And I think sometimes that's undervalued in the piece. It's like, it helps build a culture too. You know what it I mean? Does. It does. When I say it permeates the entire organization, it really does because people want to be recognized. I mean, that is one of the, yeah. the most uh, desired things in an organization. And just like music, uh, a specific song can transport you back in time so can a piece of recognition and it's a wonderful thing so whether it's a traditional crystal ward or an exquisite clock perhaps a beautiful vase or even elegant drinkware and i love that j charles drinkware you uh so whether it's any of those things um uh you do just cherish the best of times there you go with friends and family the J. Charles team's going to work with you to create merchandise that's not just for today, it's forever. And you were just showing that gratitude glass, which is just a beautiful piece of merchandise. Uh, so love the good folks at J. Charles. So, Well, it's a great example, normally, right? Like, so I gave this, this. And, and it's sitting on my desk, which... It is. Know, it, and, it, and so normally we jump into the promo front section. It's my week. And, and before we do... Mm-hmm. 
I wanted to say congratulations to you, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, your lovely daughter, Skylar, announced just maybe 12, 24 hours ago that she is pregnant. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. This is uh, anybody who knows me, and I know you, of course, do. Is like it's one of those things where I've known about this for uh, some time now, and mm -hmm. I do not like keeping secrets. So I'm excited for multiple reasons. Obviously, I'm excited for the addition to the family, but also that I don't have to keep the secret anymore. Because one of the, <laughs> the ways that I keep that from announcing is I just suppress it. It doesn't exist. And so now yep. that the announcement's been made, I can uh, talk about that. I can uh, be excited mm -hmm. about it. And so yeah, yeah, we're, we're my well, wife and I are pretty fired up. Well, and now I know why when uh, Sandy and I took uh, Keith and, and Skylar out to dinner here in Nashville, she, she wouldn't drink. I'm like, that's right. She was very, yeah. I'm she, buying. She, yeah. She was very, she's like, Bill was very adamant. He wanted me to have a margarita. <laughs> and so you know, that's that's good to know. That's good to know, right? That is, it is good. So, so yeah, we we had a bit of a life event this week, but you know, on the, and that's a, a happy occasion. You had one this uh, this week as well, and so how are yeah. you, buddy? Uh, good. Um, so for those of you who don't know, my my dad was eighty one. He uh, passed away last Saturday after uh, you know he he's had health problems for for years, um, but was very healthy in terms of his lifestyle, in terms of being active until about two weeks ago, and it just it just took a big decline. He was eighty one. Um, uh, I wasn't especially close with with my family. Um, but he was still my dad. You know, right. we didn't see, I, I think the way I've, I've phrased it is we didn't see eye to eye on everything, but he was still my dad. And so right. uh, very quietly last week, I, I uh, things were in decline. I, I flew to Texas. Uh, it was a quick, quite literally, sure. I think 20, 21 hour trip and uh, was able to see him. And he was still very lucid and was able to get, he was able to stand up uh, and give me a hug and we were able to hug each other. And so I think that uh, helped this week. So I was back in Texas. I, I quite literally, this is Thursday night. It's June the 3rd. I just walked in the door from driving back from Texas, Texas, not more than 27 minutes ago. So uh, I'm a little tired. So I'm a little punchy, which that could be fun. <laughs> it but, might be. Uh, it might be. But thank you for asking. So uh, <clears throat> went to the funeral. And so, you know, now uh, life, life goes on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well I, I all think right. all of us will be thinking of you, buddy. Well, I appreciate that. And I appreciate everybody reaching out. I have a lot of people who reached out over the past yeah. uh, few days. I've been very dark on social media and things like right. that. So really appreciate that. So, hey, let's change the subject, shall we, Kirby? We shall. We shall. Let's promo up front this bad boy. <laughs> All right, Kirby, you're a promo yeah. distributor from I what I understand. That's what I've have heard. You ever been, have you ever been conned? I, I, I've heard of the topic of it, and I've certainly mm. received emails where somebody wants 2000 USB drives right. blank and stuff like that. But yeah, I think well, that is a, that's a challenge. So uh, a promo distributor got, got swindled, mm -hmm. got taken. Yeah. It's the same thing you're just talking about. It's a, uh, it's, so this one, it's a fake PO. This time it came from Ohio, a fake co oh, real college, but it was from Ohio university. It really didn't come from Ohio university. Right. For uh, 5,000 USB drives, uh, they pretended to be procurement from Ohio University. They used a real name of, of someone who worked in procurement there, but a fake email address. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of at ohio.edu, it mm -hmm. was at ohio-edu.org. Mm, Very close. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But there are a number of red flags. Like I said, the fake email address. They couldn't get anyone on the phone to verify the order. They tried, but they kind of chalked it up to COVID that no one was in the office. 
they said, uh, this is the distributor speaking, that the PO was a little amateurish, and then they were supposed to send the USB drives to a FedEx store instead of a, instead of campus. Yep. They went ahead and did it. Yeah. Uh, net 30 terms. And then the scammer, before that, the 30 days were, were up to, to pay, um, ordered another 5,000 uh, 5, units, and they were printed. Now, they were never oh. shipped. So basically 10,000 USBs, 5,000 the thieves got, 5,000 are kind of unusable sitting in their office. I, and I guess I want to talk to you. This happens a lot, right? Yeah. And I feel bad for the distributor. I do too. I do too. But then I don't. I, okay. I mean, honestly, part of me doesn't because this to me is kind of the equivalent of the the letter from the prince in Africa who's going to send you <clears throat> money. I, I I know distributors are desperate for orders, right? Everybody yeah. is. Everybody wants business. And to me, when you start taking shortcuts and not seeing things, people generally don't call you out of the blue with zero relationship and offer you $10,000 order. That yeah. just doesn't happen. Yeah. And so there's part of me that thinks, <clears throat> I, I do feel bad for the distributor. Let me be very clear. I do feel bad for him. But there's part of me also, it's like, man, you kind of did it to yourself. I mean, you talk, I, I, it sounded like just from reading the article, and this came from ASI, um, it sounds like they, they, you know, they tried to do due diligence, but they made excuses every time they couldn't ver verify something or validate this. So hey, I will tell uh, you, so, so we've, you know, we get the, the standard emails and yep. I think the, the challenge is, and you pointed out, I, I love what you mm -hmm. said is that, you know, people are sort of desperate for orders. And I think yep. desperation does cause desperate um, yeah. actions sometimes. And so sure. I, I, I want to give people a little bit of grace. We, we actually, Absolutely. we chased it down a rabbit hole one time. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, okay, like we got the thing and it was 3000. I had a new salesperson and they got the email right. and they said, look, and I said, it's fake. Um, yeah. And they're like, well, you know, I, I, I reached out to them and, and they, they seem like, I'm like, okay. Um, but they, they, a, a have gotten more and more sophisticated, like that mm -hmm. email address. That's like, I, it's close. It's close. It's close. I mean, I got to get it. And, and they're, they're, they're compelling in how they yeah. kind of pitch the idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of took it down and I was like, all right, cool. So credit card, you got to pay by credit card in advance yeah. before we ship anything. And that's the key. It started to unravel, but in the more yeah. you pick at it, it, it yeah. uh, does unravel, but I will say, they did, they did a good job up till that point. And so I, I, while I do understand what you're saying, I think in those yeah. desperate times, you're like, oh my God, this is the thing we needed to, to get back on track. And it's, it's, you want to believe it. And so, yeah. And I, yeah. And, and, and look, I agree with you and, and I'm not trying to, you know, really publicly flog this distributor right, at all. Right. I look, understand. We, we all make rationalizations when we want something to happen, but right the tone of the the article and the quotes from the distributor principal made it seem like man looking back we were kind of foolish because you start rationalizing all these things and you do. what yeah. i love about what you said kirby and this is key and this is one of the things i i wrote down is when it feels suspicious prepay yeah. that's it Th that that will tell you if it's real or not yeah prepay 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 i'll be honest with you they and, and let me just tell you they agreed. So it of even got, they, did. they said, oh yeah, we'll absolutely prepay. And then I actually, because I was 
you know, there were enough red flags that I was, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I want to accept the prepayment well, because that, that makes well, me uncomfortable too. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes they're using scammed credit cards. Right. So that's why to me it's, it's prepay, but I'm sorry with new customers, it has to be a money order so, yeah. or, or a bank check. Yeah. And, and I think that's the only way you can really ferret it out. And I'm sure there are people who get fake bank checks too. So I'm, yeah. there's always a way out, yeah. but uh, I do feel bad for the distributor. So if you're a distributor listening to this, um, kind of make sure if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And yeah. pick at it as much as you can because and it's it's tough though. Like again, I actually see that money. This was this was a thing where I wanted to because I really immediately was like, mm, it's fake. Yeah. But he was like my salesperson was like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, and so well, yeah, like, you you want to be proven wrong. Yeah, I did. And so we kept going down, and I finally was like, guys, there is a point at which. I, I yeah. got to trust my gut. And yeah. so we, we walked away. And I, I think even the salesperson at the end was like, yeah, it was, it, <laughs> it yeah. was just too fishy, but it's tough. Well, I, yeah. yeah. So watch out there for scammers. I mean, gosh, I hate that, you know, these things happen. And, and look, I'm not, I'm not saying, wow, distributor, you were dumb. You should have yeah. known. It's just, you know, it's tough. I have the, yeah. I have the benefit of reading an article on hindsight's 2020. So it's yeah. very easy to see these red flags go, oh, why would you even process that? But in the moment I understand yeah. how it happens. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. All Kirby, right. you got a topic for us? So I, I, uh, I want, I want to go oh, to yeah. another mm, industry uh, one, but I'm not, I'm going to go. Okay. So here, here's my, my headline on this okay. is in our country, assholes have reached critical mass. Okay. So the real headline is airlines say bye-bye to booze. Have you read about yeah. this? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, oh, I read about it. Yeah. And I'm hot. I'm under, I'm hot under the Bombay Sapphire collar about it, Kirby. <laughs> so for those who haven't, the travel of course is picking up around the world. And unfortunately, so hard reports of unruly behavior yeah. in the skies, things have gotten so bad that United American and Southwest are curbing alcohol on flights. Part of this is because there's video of a Southwest flight where somebody punched mm -hmm. a flight attendant. They actually knocked mm -hmm. out a couple teeth. Mm -hmm. And so they are literally Southwest is, they are not serving alcohol. American will serve alcohol first in business class, but not in the main cabin. Yep. And United will only serve beer, wine, and hard seltzer. Like, I get it. Many of us are excited to get out. We're excited to see everybody. But number one, alcohol sales in our country was way up. You would think our tolerance would be above board. Oh. I wrote a blog post a little over a year ago that said Americans are starting to act like spoiled teenagers. Most mm -hmm. read blog post I ever mm -hmm. wrote. Mm -hmm. Now we've managed to graduate to spoiled college kids on spring break. Like the idea... And I, you know me, I, I actually don't drink a lot on flights. That's not my thing. Yeah. Um, and that's not a morality thing. I just, sure. that's, I, that's not what I do. But dude, the idea that we can't be served a beer because a few assholes have ruined it for yeah. us. Crazy town. So, so go Bill. I'm going to push back. Um, okay. and I'm going to agree and I'm going to push back more, okay. more pushback. So I saw the video and it's horrific. A guy punching a female flight attendant is just unspeakable. No, right? yeah, I mean, you throw him out of the flight while right. it's in route. <laughs> but yeah, no kidding. But <laughs> he, here's so I get where airlines are like, okay, I, this people have pent up frustrations because of COVID. They've been cooped up for a year, and so now they get on a flight. 
they, they don't want to wear a mask. I mean, people are just starting to rebel in every small, medium, and large way. Get that. And I think the airline thinking is, well, you add alcohol to the mix, you're just exacerbating the situation. Sure. May or may not be the case. It, it's yeah, there. No, I, think, I think it probably does, but yeah. It probably does. My biggest issue was it not so much that Southwest, Southwest said, we're not going to serve alcohol on flights until, you know, I think September at least or something along those lines. Yeah. It was American saying, well, our first and business class passengers are certainly <laughs> better behaved and they're better human beings so they can get their booze. But you, 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 uh, you little troglodytes and coach, no dice. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that. I, I don't like sure. the class system. I mean, it's already bad enough sitting in, in, in economy, excuse me, we don't call it coach. Um, that you, when you start separating it that way, um, I, I do have a problem with it. I think it's probably smart to wow, until things really stabilize, no one has to wear a mask anymore. Let's just, I, I, look, I do, and unlike you, I do like to drink it's, on a plane. And it, it's so, not a judgment thing on my oh, end. Oh, I know, <laughs> and I, even if it were, I'd be wrong. Um, I, I, but I, I get why they're taking it off the flights. I really do. But uh, again, either just take it off or leave it on one or the other. And to say, well, we're taking off the hard liquor, but we're leaving the beer and the hard seltzer on. Yeah. That's dumb. That's just you're yeah. now you're just uh, you know it, you're just chopping it up weird. It, they're so, going to so, put it back on. They'll put it back on because it's a profit center for them. Yeah, I mean, and it'll, P.S. It'll I don't think back. I don't think we're disagreeing. Like so, yeah. I, I actually am with you on the idea that if it's if it's not in business, you know, it, it's yeah. either off or it's off. But but the idea that we have made it as a culture, oh. we're being such jerks that they we're oh. forcing them to do it. It's Jesus yeah. criminy people grow up. No, no, I, that I agree with 100%. I mean, it, you know, uh, unfortunately, what's the old saying? Don't let you know, a couple rotten apples spoil the whole barrel. Well, that's what happens, right? Yeah. And we, over the course of COVID, have devolved into these. We're, we're all being we're all being led by our id right now. Not our <laughs> ego or super ego. It's all our id. It's all about pleasure. And I want to do have fun. I want to go have good time. I want to have big drink. And I want to have happy time. And when we can't have happy time, everybody's going to get mad. So it's just very weird. The whole thing is very weird. But you know what's not weird, Kirby? What's is that? your bizarre infatuation with promotional products. And if I know you like I do, I bet you have one. Oh, he's rubbing his hands together like the evil, sinister, snidely whiplash. He's ready with a promotional product, folks. Kirby, share a promotional product with us, wouldn't you? Yeah. So as we're recording this, obviously we're recording it later than normal, uh, but we're we are in June, baby. We are yep. in summertime. It's my favorite time of the year. And so, but one of the things I'd say is, and you know, events are starting to open up, golf mm -hmm. outings are starting to happen, all that sort of thing. So I actually think uh, this uh, sunscreen stick, it's almost looks like a mini sort of deodorant piece. Oh, very nice. 50, is that from Orlabs? It is from nice. Leashables or, or Labs. So it's yeah. a 50 SPF. I think this bad boy is sweet, 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 minimum of 200. Um, but if you get to EQP, they're only three bucks. Um, which I think is just a home run piece yeah. for um, for events or just for any um, kind of thing where you say, hey, I actually care yeah. about my employees or my customers because I think that's a really cool piece. What's nice about that too, not only is it 50 SPF, which for someone like me, I'm 100% right. Scotsman, I burn, peel and get whiter. It's <laughs> something like that helps me a lot, but huge imprint area there. You got a yeah. lot of like a lot of full color for, uh, your Yeah, whole thing. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, Kirby, you mentioned that it is um, summer, which also, you know, the sport that comes to mind is what when you're in summer? Uh, baseball. 
That's correct, Kirby. Baseball, baseball. Did you see right. this? Did you see this last week? New Era released some local market Major League Baseball caps. Mm-mm, I didn't see this. You might have missed it because it's only they literally were only sold for 24 hours. It was such a disaster that oh, no. New Era pulled them after 24 hours. So what the deal was, um, on May 25th, they released Major League Baseball caps decorated with patches all over the hat, depicting local landmarks, food items, area codes, and other local flavor specific to each each team okay like cincinnati had a bowl of chili on the back uh, okay things like that it went so bad kirby after 24 hours they pulled the plug after the launch and they were super busy and super ugly but they had issues so the pittsburgh pirates had no area code at all apparently pittsburgh doesn't have an area code and everyone had the area codes the tampa bay rays hat had 813 area code on it unfortunately they play in the area code of 727 uh Kansas City, their hat featured four area codes, none of which were the area code for Kansas City. Uh, the Washington Nationals hat had uh, the year 1776, right? That's cool. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. wasn't founded until 1790. I'm not a great historian, but <laughs> I actually did pick up on that. Yeah, here's one of my, here's my favorite, one of my favorites. Uh, the Nationals hat had the year 1901 inside the outline of Washington, D.C. Um, that franchise was the Washington Senators, which is now the Minnesota Twins. So the Nationals started playing, I think, like 12, 15 years ago. Oh, yeah, that's new. And then on, on the back, of, I mean, there's all sorts of this weird, weird, weird stuff like that. So, like I said, it got so bad on social media. And if you go to like uh, the Cincinnati page, the Kansas City page, the own teams were roasting their own hats. <laughs> so they pulled the plug on it. How does something like this get so out of hand? And I'm going to use the, the images of these hats as the cover for the, the podcast this week. So was um, this so was this a new era project? Like it was a, a direct, new era project yeah. with their major, major league baseball licensed. I mean, they had you know the team logos on them and everything, but yeah. they pulled them after twenty four hours. And how did things get that bad? It seems like they got something wrong with everybody's hat. Plus, when you see them, they're so busy. I mean, you, like the New York Yankees one on the on the on the face uh, on the on the first of two panels on the front panels has like nine area codes for New York. It's got things on the side it's got things on the bill it's got things in the back and it they're horrible they're horrible how does it get that bad yeah i i think you know it's it i this is one of those moments where and again this is sort of my uh mentality about big projects like this yeah it's not what the salesperson wants to do so i have to fight my own thing but but to go okay we're gonna roll this out in tampa we're gonna roll this out in new york and that's it and we're gonna get this one right and then if it goes what like we think it will We'll yeah. build anticipation and we'll do it. The idea right. of trying to get all those things and try to do it with all the teams, unless you're going to actually have the team, like, gosh, I, there's so yeah. many moving parts in that. That would be, yeah. it's like, yeah. you know what it's, but, you know what it reminds me of? And I have no yeah. idea if this is true. Yeah. These are hats designed by a committee. It right? felt like, like it. it yeah. like, like, oh, we have to have the zip code. Oh, we have to have this. Oh, we have to have this. Well, oh, so it's going to suck. <laughs> I have a feeling it's, I, I don't know this, but my gut is, and I think it actually started here in Nashville. People wear these hats that just say 615, which is the area code here in Nashville. And I think that's probably how it started. And then started, well, what about teams that have multiple area codes? Well, we could probably put a couple on there, but what about, maybe we should do some more. And then it just, it's group yeah. think. It you is. Get a group of people it's together and it comes to group think. But I will say this, 
I'm going to take a little bit of a positive spin on it. Okay. New Era, is, New Era is a pretty big company. It's a sizable investment. Whatever this cost, it was sizable. And for them to be prescient enough to realize mm. in 24 hours, this is a complete disaster. It's gone. It's over and done with. Yeah, we, that's we a quick decision. We move on. That's great to, for a company to be that decisive and take that quick of action. I actually think that's a, it's mm. not so much a cautionary tale about group think. There's a million stories about that. I just love the fact that they said, we're done. Kill it. <laughs> move it. Goodbye. I, I, I agree with that. You're out. <laughs> You're, <laughs> get it. Baseball. Thank you. Okay. Well done. All right. Yeah. All right. You got another topic, Kirby, please yeah. save us. Save yeah. Us. No, I'm going to give you a quick one here and yep. just, I want your take on something. So, yeah. um, so I was listening, actually, I was listening to the podcast with ASI uh-huh. with our buddy, Dana Zezo. Okay. And um, it was funny because I was thinking about this prior to the podcast. I really was. Mm-hmm. And then he brought it up again in the podcast. Dana was talking about it. So when he, he was one of the pioneers of social media, that's what he, yep. they were asking him about. Yep. Um, and he actually used to teach that you should have some semblance of balance on mm-hmm. your social media feed. If, if yep. you are a person who likes hunting, you, you got business on there, but you also have the stuff that yeah. you enjoy. If you're a well-rounded person, your social yeah. media feed should be well-rounded. Right. Let them get to know the all of you, the yes. entire you. Yeah. And, and, and so that was, a, that was a message I really took to heart, especially with, with early uh, social media. It's something I think Dana was ahead of his uh, time so. on that particular piece. And I was actually thinking about it prior to listening to that podcast that I've gotten out of whack with my, and Facebook is one of the places I play the most. And Mm -hmm. all of my stuff is business. Mm -hmm. All of my stuff has been business. And I was thinking about it that I really need to start posting more fun stuff, more family stuff, more of my social life um, on social media and, and sharing that portion of my life because, you know, all work and no play makes Kirby a dull boy, but I, it is a thing I've gotten away from because I'm so passionate about the business side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess my question to you is, do you think I've been out of whack? I'm not looking for you to call me out, but just, yeah. does it make sense? What I'm, what I'm talking about to, to, to share more of that side of me, do you think that makes sense for me? Yeah, well, give me an opportunity to call you out. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to call you out. Um, yeah, I would, you and I have talked about this, I think, offline probably about four or five years ago. And, and yeah. you kind of stated your case because I had said, you don't really share your blogs on your personal page. Yeah. You share it through the Hossman communication page and, uh, you know, if there's other affiliated businesses, but you don't really do it on your personal page. The only thing you'll do it is on in the promotional products group. And you were very clear, like, I don't want to clog my personal feed and, and make people feel like they have to read my stuff. And you were very, it was a very thoughtful answer yeah. you had. I disagreed at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so well, it was because like I was doing see. so much because at the same time yeah. you were saying you are creating so much content, right? But you're and doing like, that now. Yeah. 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 So here's what I would do if mm-hmm. you want my suggestion. Yeah, I would I like to see more. I'd like to see more fun, Kirby. Mm-hmm. I think you have a lovely family. And, and throughout the pandemic, you did some really fun videos and stuff like that. That was a real, really cool insight uh, to the, the uh, you know, out of office Kirby, which, mm-hmm. which is a lovely Kirby. Um, and it gives you another dimension other than the marketing guru and the author and the father and things like that. So I think that's a, a wonderful way to round out. I'd love to see that. I'd also love to see you when you have a blog you think is a really good one. And, and you and I talk about that. When you and I think our blogs are good, they always fail. <laughs> I wrote Some one more today. readership. I love it. Nobody cared. <laughs> 
get as you get some more readership and throw it on your personal page you know i i do like because i'll share um this this podcast yep and my blog on my personal page yep it's the only two business things i do that share on on my personal page but again i want people to know that so it's fun when people from high school like was, we were talking about, I was in Texas for my dad's funeral and some high school friends was very lovely. They came in, you know, to the, yeah. to the, the funeral and several of them who I, you know, I don't speak to her. I just say, you're just very complimentary about my writing or very complimentary yeah. about us on the podcast. That's nice. Yeah. And they say, we love getting to know you that way. And so yeah. I think you do need to mix it up a little bit. I'd say, blend it up, baby, blend it up. Well, the other thing I think, thank you, by the way, I appreciate that. I, the other thing I, I find that if I've decided to do more fun, to show more yeah. of that, well, what it does is it makes me want to do more fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, which by the way, I like. So yeah. it, it kind of has a, an interesting side effect. So fun cool. is good. Hey, I know we're up against it. I just want to mention one quick thing. Yeah, please. A friend of the show, a friend of a, a, a friend of both of ours, and just a spectacular human being, Mary Jo Tomasini was named oh, a yeah. PPAI Woman of Distinction. Yeah. And I would feel horrible if we didn't uh, just acknowledge what a, a true, lovely woman she is. She's a, the, the CEO of Competitive Edge. Uh, distributorship up in Michigan. She was a, a former PPAI chair lady of the board, chairperson of the board, uh, co a consummate giver of her time. Um, and truly maybe the best compliment I can give her, one of the best listeners I've ever met. Mm -hmm. When you're speaking to her, she focuses 100% on you and gives very thoughtful responses. Uh, I'm a big fan of Mary Jo, love that woman to death. So Mary Jo, congratulations on being named uh, the PPA, a woman of distinction, obviously very well-deserved. Totally well-deserved. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, she's like, she's what I think of as the consummate pro in our industry. And yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent with everything you said. And she does everything with grace and elegance. And I just love that about her. She's just a very classy, classy. She's a classy broad. And I mean that in every positive sense <laughs> of the word. She is a classy lady. I, I yep. don't, so, can't so, say enough nice things about her. So speaking of classy, let's jump to the game. Because that won't right. be classy at all. Party in the back. Let's do it. I Kirby, I need a good laugh. Let's yeah. go. Okay. So this is, I kind of kept this one pretty simple. Um, okay. I kind of uh, gave you a tease that I might be doing something like this a couple weeks ago. Um, so what I wanted to do is, you know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about music. You are uh, a fan of the number one hair band of all time, Van Halen. And so today I wanted to talk to you about, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about your favorite types of food to eat. And I'm going to go okay. eat out, but like, so, so I think I almost wrote this as to cook. Okay. I don't want to do that. I, like, whether you're eating out or you're eating at a friend's house or whatever, these are your favorite types of food to eat. Just to consume. Just consume. Okay. Got it. I'll give you kind Got of an it. either or. Okay. Okay. So there's no wrong answers. There is no wrong answers. I, I actually Fabulous. really believe that. So I, I gave okay. this quiz to Skylar earlier today okay. and it was fascinating to hear her take. So I can't okay. wait to hear yours. Okay. I'm ready to go. Let's go Kirby. All right. So Mexican or Chinese? Oh, Mexican for days. I, I love American uh, fake Chinese food, but I would pick Mexican over that any day of the week. I love it. Okay, cool. I knew you'd have an opinion. Uh, oh, yeah. Indian food or Thai food? Thai. Don't like Indian food. Don't love curry. And and I, I, I don't say that uh, with any knowledge of curry. I've had a couple curry dishes. I don't generally, I haven't liked them, but it's something I would like to revisit. But right now, Thai, all the way. I get some pad Thai, baby. All right. Here's one I want. I, I really want your take. Okay. Kansas barbecue hmm? or Texas barbecue? Oh, please. First of all, <laughs> Kansas barbecue is terrible. Um, it's not terrible. 
It is. Texas barbecue. Because you know what's great about Texas barbecue, Kirby? What's that? It's not about the sauce. You let the meat and the wood shine. Everybody in Kansas City, it's all about like this sauce. And it's like, who wants a runny, spicy ketchup running all over their meat? Insert your own joke there. But I, uh, I stay Texas. And if anybody, it's the best barbecue in the whole world. So bring it on. All you Carolina people in Memphis, uh, Kansas City, it's all, Texas is the best barbecue on the planet. Thank you. Good day. I said good day. I was very excited about that because I knew. So I, I asked Skylar that same question. She's like, I don't know. I'm like, Bill will have an opinion. <laughs> all right. Ready? I'm ready. Chicago pizza, New York pizza. Oh, New York pizza. I, I don't like deep dish doughy meat pie situation. First of all, they have the sauce on top, then the layer of cheese, and then all the meat and stuff, you know, all the toppings inside the pizza. So your pepperoni doesn't get crispy. It gets all oily and gross. And there's something very, again, I lived in both. I lived in New York for five years, lived in Chicago for 10. There's something I like about getting a slice of, of, of New York pizza, folding it and eating it. It's just fabulous. Love it. I love it. All right. Fruits or veggies? I'm going to go vegetables. I, 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 as I get older, I really enjoy vegetables more and I'm cooking a lot more vegetables. I have a fascination with the, uh, the fungus these days, the mushroom. So a couple more, you're doing great. Uh, so if they're best, okay. Like, so if you mm-hmm. a great mm-hmm. burger or mm-hmm. tacos, not even a competition as burger every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Correct. It's really the, per- <laughs> it's really the perfect, it's really the perfect food. It has every food group in there. Yep. It's portable. It's not going to crumble on you. I like tacos. And I know Jay Buscelli, I'm sure I'm going to get a nasty gram from Jay. <laughs> I love the taco, but only the soft taco. Hard taco shells are for rookies. Thank you very much. I'm Bill Petrie, and I approve that taco message. <laughs> pizza or pasta? Uh, pizza. Pasta. Yeah. Pasta. It's okay. It's fine, but it's just a vehicle for whatever sauce you're putting on it. So, I, I, and it's just just a carb bomb. So, I'd, I'd rather have pizza. Okay, last one: cake or pie? Oh man, that is the easiest one of all. <laughs> and and I'll tell you why. Okay. Think about this: someone gives you ten dollars, says, "I want you to go to the grocery store and get the best cake you can." They give you ten dollars, say, "I want you to go to the grocery store and get the best pie you can." That pie will eat beat that cake every single time pie is far superior than cake cake is just frosting with some mushy sponge underneath it pie pie will win pecan pie preferably but pie (laughs) pie 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 i love my pie you know what else i love kirby 3.14 I do like 3.14 and that's pie day March the 14th which is just two months ago but and it's something I I remember and I Mm -hmm. recognize but I'm more thinking about employee recognition Kirby we talked Mm -hmm. about that earlier at the top of the show you know it really is important for people Kirby is showing that gratitude glass they do that beautiful deep etch on there but just the overall concept of employee engagement how critical that is to companies especially right now as you know people are going back to the office they're not going back to the office trying to actually attract talent right now 
part of the thing people are going to look at is, do you have an employee engagement recognition program? Because those positive vibes, when you have that and it's thoughtfully executed, permeate the entire organization. And there's no better partner than Jay Charles to help you navigate that because it can get confusing. It can get a little, uh, you know, how do we do this? How do we manage this? There's nobody better in this industry than Jay Charles to help you out. So head over to jcharles.com. You're going to find out how to, uh, how to do that. And you're not going to be sorry you did. They got great people there. And, and the, the, the merchandise is great. Again, it's a time machine. It takes you back at that moment of where you got that award. So can't thank Absolutely. Jay Charles enough for, for uh, sponsoring this fine broadcast. Kirby, appreciate you. Again, congratulations on your news. And thank you for your kind thoughts on my dad. Thank you again, everybody out there for uh, their, uh, their, their kind words as well. And uh, life goes on. And uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you next week, pal. Hey, buddy. That's right.